imagine this. Miracles, God winks, faith, hope, and love. Welcome to the Our Family TV podcast where we talk about family-friendly television entertainment the whole family can watch together. Today, I'm very excited to introduce my special guest and co-host, Camille Eide. Camille is one of the OG Hardy's admins, and I had the pleasure of meeting Camille at the very first Hardy's family reunion. And Camille is a novelist whose poignant tales of love, faith, and family readers call much more than a romance. Her full-length novels include Like There's No Tomorrow, <clears throat> pardon me, Like a Love Song, The Memoir of Johnny Devine, Wings Like a Dove, and The Secret Place. In addition to her full-length novels, Camille just released the new 10th anniversary edition of her Christmas novella, Savannah's Gift, a sweet Christmas tale of lost love and second chances. This story was actually written with those who love Hallmark Christmas movies in mind. In fact, Savannah's Gift has been adapted for film in hopes of coming to screen someday soon. Keep your fingers crossed. So this new expanded edition includes extra content from the adaptation. And to celebrate Savannah's 10th anniversary, the book not only sports a beautiful new cover, but it's now available in paperback as well as ebook. So check out Savannah's Gift along with Camille's other books at CamilleIda.com. ID, pardon me. I need to make sure I say that correctly. All right. Welcome, Camille. Well, thanks, Bobby. I'm so glad that you're here. here. So it is pronounced ID, correct? Correct. ID. I need to remember that. So I think I used to say Ida instead of and ID. Actually, you'd be correct because that would be like the Norwegian pronunciation, which is what this is. But the American oh. version is ID. So yeah, you're, okay. you're not wrong. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm close anyway. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, the movie that we're going to review today is the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries Miracles of Christmas movie called A Godwink Christmas Miracle of Love. That stars Catherine Barrel and Alberto Frezza. It was directed by Heather Hawthorne Doyle, and executive producers include Kathy Lee Gifford, Squire Rushnell, and Louise Dart. And it's based upon the books written by Squire Rushnell and Louise Dart. And so I've watched their movies the last couple seasons, the, the Godwinks mm-hmm. movies, and they're always so good. They're just yeah. always so good. So when you pick this movie, I was really mm-hmm. excited that you did because I really wanted an opportunity to watch this movie. And as, as Camille and I were just briefly sharing before we started the podcast, you know, there's so many movies, there's so much content out there, especially this time of year, and it's impossible to watch them all. And so right. we have to kind of like um, pick and choose. And I'm mm-hmm. so glad that we picked this one because it really is good. Really was, yeah. I was really enjoyable for me. So I'm going to, totally. you, you liked it too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Good. I'm going to provide just a brief movie summary. And then after that, I'm going to start asking some questions. So I'll ask questions to Camille first. So for her to respond and then I can respond after that. So here's a brief summary of the movie. So now that Joy has completed her education. So Joy is played by Catherine Barrel. And now that she's completed her education, she's ready to fulfill her dream of becoming a nurse and follow in her late mother's footsteps. So back at home before the holiday and with no job on the horizon, Joy's interest is piqued by a volunteer opportunity out of town. There she meets Eric, who is also at a crossroads. As they become immersed in the effort to build a new home for a family at Christmas, Joy and Eric both find a new sense of purpose. 
Through a series of coincidences or God winks and a medical miracle, they begin to believe in destiny. Yeah, just so just I don't know. I just really, really enjoyed it. There was just so many layers to this movie. So it's going to be interesting if we can bring all those layers out as we go through these questions, because I really took a lot of notes and I tried to go back through and interweave those. Um, Like I said, I had to get up at 430 this morning to watch (laughs) this movie and another one to do two podcasts today. And but you know what? I don't regret it at all because we got to watch our grandkids last night. So, you know, that's why I couldn't yeah, watch it live. Hopefully and, uh, you did a good job keeping them all straight. I probably have them all mixed up. Which, <laughs> wait a minute. Which movie was that? <laughs> Sometimes good it can job. be challenging. For, fortunately, mm-hmm. these two movies were pretty different. So, right. so that helped for sure. But you're right. Because right. sometimes it does seem like it's all a blur. It's They're hard to remember. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. So my very first question for you is what did you like best about the movie and why? Okay, well, I had a hard time answering this one. I saved this one for last as I went through <laughs> because um, there was really so much to love about it. So um, first of all, really, I love that it's based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband and I love to watch um, movies that are based on true stories because you know, we both have kind of different interests, but that's one thing we can agree on. And for some reason, I think true stories just have that extra element of power to engage you because you know it's true. So that was so cool. Um, I really loved the fact that um, the power of prayer was was valued in this story, mm. um, especially during Good times point. where there was something difficult going on that, you know, it was suggested that, you know, let's, let's get together here and let's pray about this. And I really love that because I do believe very much in the power of prayer and it's nice and refreshing to see that absolutely absolutely yeah totally also yeah uh, i'm just gonna run down my list oh yeah absolutely (laughs) okay awesome um i'm a big believer in god wings which i'm sure you know Mm -hmm. um there's been countless countless instances in my life where um god wings have played a huge part in the direction of my life and including my involvement with the Hardys and actually knowing you there was uh, some God weeks that went along with that happening and then actually yesterday when this movie aired um, a huge very important personal anniversary for me um, turns out to be a God wink and it just happened to be on the same day that this movie was so it was really just kind of re-emphasizing the whole point that you know there's probably um, divine, you know, order at work here and don't, you know, don't dismiss it or bypass what could be an opportunity. So, um, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> there was, that was just a few several things I really liked about it. What's interesting, um, my response is kind of similar um, in that for me, what I liked best about it was the God winks themselves and the recognition of mm-hmm. such because faith is such a vital part of our lives yet it's not reflected in the entertainment industry enough so right. like you were saying the how they valued prayer on screen mm-hmm. um you know like that it's just so important because it's such a big part of right. so many of our lives you know a lot right. of times we think about our physical aspects or mental aspects but we have the spiritual aspects as well that is so right. vital for us to pay attention to and it's, right. it's it's vital to our health 
Uh, right. And and so yet it it seems that we neglect it probably more than the other two, you know. Right. And by reflecting this show on mainstream, um, I think, and I'm hopeful that it will encourage people to think about their spiritual life, you know, right. to look for it, to live it out. So, right. It's good for that. And also it affirms to those of us that do value that. It's like, it's affirming. Oh yeah. I'm not the only one. This is, that's this right. Is bigger than me. Affirmation. So important. Yeah. 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 Totally. Absolutely. All right. Next question. So if you had the chance to ask a character in this movie, a question, what would it be? Well, that's easy. Um, the whole time I was waiting for Joy to tell us why she doesn't like surprises. And then I didn't, I didn't actually see the answer to that. I see the benefit of um, this, you know, being included in the story. So first of all, I just, I'd like to say, Joy, why don't you like surprises? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it was there and I missed it, but even without knowing why, I think it turned out to be a super important element to this story and to some of the themes that I think you and I both know we've dug out of it. Um, the fact that she resists the unknown or, you know, everything has to be planned out mm-hmm. is really key to why she's really stuck in neutral in her life in this point in the story. And she's, I think she's kind of tied down by what other people in her life, like her late mom or her boyfriend, Danny, the things that people, other people expect of her. And so I think for her surprise has represented, you know, fearful kind of changes, you know, like maybe losing her mom or something. So I'm just kind of, kind of sticking it in there you know my writer brain is always thinking you know but I don't think she answered that question you know Mm -hmm. why she doesn't like surprises yeah I don't I don't think she did either and you know my question is only indirectly related but it's I wanted to know what she missed most about her mom like clearly Mm -hmm. she had a good relationship with her mom you Mm -hmm. know she was like uh, her you know well, I, you know, I'm pretty sure she had a good relationship with her mom and it makes me wonder, mm-hmm. like, did she follow in her mother's footstep, footsteps because she wanted to? Like, mm-hmm. like that's what she really the wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Feeling that closeness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good- yeah. I wonder if that was kind of like why she wanted to do that. Um, and I know I lost my mom six years ago and oh. I tell you, I think about my mom every single day of my life. And yeah. especially now during the holidays, it's like, mm-hmm. ugh, it's just yeah. so hard. It's just so it hard without your mom, you know, when you had a good relationship yeah. with your mom. And, um, yeah. and, and so that, that was just something that, that came to mind for me is I wanted to know what, what, what she missed the most about her. Cause they didn't really talk about her other than what she right. did. Yeah. Right. I, I did. I, I made a note as I was watching this and I made a note of the fact, I kind of a quote that she had when she was talking to Eric, I think, and about her mom. And she said, we didn't really have a lot in common, but right. we had she did this worldview. Yes. They had different interests. And that kind of stands out to me right now, as far as like, that's something she used to have is the unknown. The fact that her and her mom mm. didn't have a lot in common, but they had a worldview. They had one thing that they could, you know, that they valued the most. And that's, um, that's kind of eye-opening, I think. Yeah, definitely. You know, and about relationships, you know. Definitely, definitely. So what about a screenwriter director? If you had the chance to ask a screenwriter or director a question, what would it be? Um, well, I would love to sit down with a screenwriter. Um, <laughs> as a writer, you know, I'm really curious about the process. I've done a little bit of screenwriting, and um, it's fascinating, and it's very different from 
from novel writing. So, um, but my question would be if the screenwriter, whether or not he or she always knew they wanted to be a writer or if they too, like Eric had to flunk something like preaching class mm. in order to figure out that they wanted to be a writer. So mm. that's what I would have. Well, <laughs> that's interesting. Cause mine is, I wanted to know, and this is really a question more for Squire and Louise, like, how did you find this story? And like, how do you mm-hmm. find your Godwink stories? Like, what right. do you have people, and I, I'm guessing probably they're they're pretty famous at this point in time, so they probably have people approach them or they hear about mm-hmm. situations or stories and then they pursue them. I'm not quite sure, but right. I thought there was, like I said at the very beginning of this podcast, is that I think this movie had so many layers to it. And mm-hmm. it all just kind of like interwove together and it was just fascinating to me. I love that. Like it, it's like when I do a, a Beth Moore Bible study or something like that mm-hmm. where you just, everything just kind of ties in together and you're just like so amazed. Um, you right. know, when you walk out of the room that evening, how it all right. relates and, and you I know. And, that way. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and that's the God wink there, you know. Right. And, uh, yeah. How, how much richness there is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. I kind of caught that as I was going back over and just rethinking about, you know, some notes I had taken and, and I'll, I'll, I'll say that in a minute, but it was funny how it just kind of hit me. Um, some of the really important themes that are in this story, which I won't get ahead of you here, but yeah, no worries. It is mm-hmm. really cool because it is really rich. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do take the time to, to kind of dig it up a little bit right and a movie like this I definitely want to see again like I would want to normally before I'd even do a podcast on a movie like this I'd watch it twice I just didn't have the opportunity mm-hmm. before we did right. this podcast but because there is so much richness in it mm-hmm. you don't want to miss any words uh, any dialogue any scene right because it's just so rich full of you know um, nuggets that all intertwine and um, right yeah for sure. Okay, so what do the main characters learn about themselves, and how do they change? Well, I think they actually learned a few things, and they both change, which is really cool. I like to see that. You know, I write what you know typically called romance or more than romance, and um, sometimes in that kind of a story, it's you know just one main protagonist is doing the changing and everybody else around him is just, you know, come on, get with mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that both both Eric and Joy went through some changes. And um, I think Joy learns that in order to truly move forward with her, you know, stuck in neutral life, she needed to get the courage to be really true to herself and others about what she really wants for her future, which she does with the help of a few gentle nudges, you know, that's something that kind of resonates with me because sometimes I feel like, oh, I just need to do the right thing, but you know, I don't really want to do this, but I have to do this. And it's like, you really just need to be honest with people and with yourself. Like, is this really, really what you want? And, um, you know, and it does take courage, especially to, you know, tell the people in your life, you know, like, you know, if people haven't seen it, it's spoiler, obviously to say, <laughs> to talk about what happens in the film, but, um, you know, the, what she ended up saying to, to Danny um, took a lot of courage. And, mm-hmm. you know, at the beginning of the film, she didn't have the courage to do that. It took, right. you know, several different things to prod her toward that. And, you know, you have to really applaud somebody who, who gets the courage to do that. So, mm-hmm. um, 
question. I thought Eric learned too, but I don't know if you want to answer anything about joy or. Um, uh, yeah, well, with respect here. to joy, I, you know, she was so hesitant in her current relationship. Um, mm-hmm. and I, it's because she knew it wasn't right. Like she knew in her heart right. that it wasn't right, but she didn't want to let go. And, and I think that is probably so common in relationships today, you know, right. that, yeah. I mean, it is hard to let go because you're connected mm-hmm. with that other person mm-hmm. and you know, it's tough. But one of the things that, right. that I picked up on was, so the, the whole premise of this Advent fellowship was for this group of people to come together to help like rebuild this home for this family who was displaced mm-hmm. from a fire. Mm-hmm. And um, the wife, Emily, she said to um, she said to Joy in one of the times that they were having a discussion, um, she said to her, like Emily had shared that she they had gotten married. Her and Tony had gotten married after three months, and that right. really shocked Emily, you know, because right. she had been with Danny for years. Five years, yep. Right, and and still hadn't made that commitment and really didn't, it didn't even sound like they spent quality time together. Right. It was maybe just more superficial. Right. And so when Emily said that to her, that she'd gotten after three months, what she said was, um, why wait when you know it's right? And that really right. got Joy thinking about. Right, she's like, why have I waited all this time? Mm-hmm. Maybe that means it's not right. 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 Yeah, and and mm-hmm. I was thinking that she talked to um what's her name Katie the Gallet um at the um what's it called the community care yes at the community place. the so, yeah mm-hmm. doctor doctor's wife um right she was you know they were outside talking and and Emily Joy was telling her you know Danny's great he's he's the perfect guy he has all these things but she's starting to realize he really represents my past mm-hmm. and I think. In her mind, as long as she was with him, she was both safe in the past, but also stuck in the past. Right. You know, and that he was for a time, and maybe that time was over. Mm-hmm. You know? Definitely. Now, what would yeah. you say about Eric? Well, I think... Um, God bless him. I just love Eric. I did <laughs> <He's> too. <so cute. laughs> Maybe because he was a writer, but as soon as I found out he was a writer, I'm like, oh my oh. gosh, Camille is going to love this. Yes, you I know? love that about him, and and, I, and that's one of the things I see in him. But I just love that how sweet he was. You know, yes, and very humble. He was, he was, yeah, and he was yes. sweet to his parents, and he was yep. you know, kind and gentle to Joy. And it's like, oh, what a sweetheart. Anyway, I I, I love that he learned to trust the God given gift that he had all along. Mm-hmm. Obviously, his dad said he'd been writing ever since. You know, way back, and Eric's like, "Oh, well, that was just for um, school, or that was just for whatever." But you know, so he wasn't really valuing that gift until right. throughout the movie, he had to learn to trust that that really was a gift of value, and he also had to learn to think outside the box. Um, and so, I think once he started to do that, you know, he grew in his spoiler, but he grew in his confidence and, and his ability to communicate to, and and to serve people, which was his heart, but to serve them through writing rather than you know, preaching, you know, mm-hmm. um, which I get, I totally get. And I love that because, you know, if God gives you an ability to do something, you know, for now we're talking about writing, but you can use that to um, do bigger things. And that was kind of the thing, one of the things that Joy actually um, made him think about was that he could write 
you know, he could, I don't know how she worded it. I have to go back and look at how, I have notes everywhere, but basically Um, told him that he could get people to think bigger and then he mm-hmm. could do that with writing just as well as he could do it through preaching. And it's like mm-hmm. the light bulb came on. You could see, you know, it was the beginning of um, trusting in something, you know, outside the box, basically. Mm-hmm. And I think he rewrote his own story, too. And that, you know, I think somebody said that, that we are writing our own stories or God is writing our stories. And um, I don't want to get ahead of things too much here. But the fact that, you know, people were responding to God winks was a way of saying, oh, maybe there's something I'm not thinking of, something outside of my control, something bigger, you know, and you just have to have the courage to open up and um, see where he's leading. Mm -hmm. I think that that was a big boost to Eric's confidence. What did you think? Yeah, I I thought, um, like, the whole aspect of the Advent Fellowship where you had these four, like, young, relatively young adults that mm-hmm. came and they each had like a different role, but they all worked together for a single purpose. Mm-hmm. And that was to rebuild this house for this mm-hmm. family and through the relationships with each other and with the family, it, that is what really made their own gifts that more um, valuable and um wonderful you know and bigger and bigger bigger. Mm -hmm. yes and bigger because they worked together so it wasn't about their individual gifts it was about the you know the collectivity of their gifts all coming together yeah that's so cool and if you think about it mm -hmm. four people maybe i'm stealing your thunder four people four candles that all come together to tell one story right you know hope peace joy and love and maybe <laughs> was it a coincidence that there were four adults bringing their their each right right to make one right totally a beautiful big new thing yeah absolutely and and i thought that again again when i was saying before about the layers it's like there's just so many aspects of this movie that i really really yeah. loved and you know mm-hmm. as you said you've done screenwriting so they did such an amazing job of interweaving all of this and mm-hmm. making it so believable. I mean, it is, is believable because it's a true story. It's based on a mm-hmm. true story. So, yeah. but like the words that they used, you know what I mean? Like there wasn't anything superficial or like everything was so important right. and in- integral right. to the story. Yeah. And um, I just, I found it fascinating that this like took place over this two week period of time and it just changed their lives forever. You know, right. their lives were changed forever because of this, this Advent Fellowship. And uh, right. so cool. And just even the name of it, Advent Fellowship. Mm-hmm. Think about it with mm-hmm. the candles, right? Right. Yeah. That's, that's just so, so awesome. Now, let's see. Um, what good insights into life are in this film? Wow. That's another big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but I, the first thing I thought of was that our plans, whether they're big or small, which are always great to have, you know, in place, but don't let, uh, don't let yourself be stuck in a rut. If God is steering you in another direction, you know, like we make plans because we should, but don't let that lock us into, you know, let's see, what was the, his, uh, Eric's dad said something like, um, he said something like if you leave, if you don't leave room for, 
I wrote it down somewhere. If you don't leave room for, um, if you don't leave space open for the right thing, you'll end up with second choice by default. Mm. It's kind of like if we plan things too much, we're not leaving ourselves open for, you know, um, new things, bigger things that God might be steering us into, mm. you know, just to have courage and, and uh, to believe in the gifts that, that God gave us and to mm. trust God when he nudges us to step out, you know, that God wink thing. But yeah, that was one, one thing. What do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's kind of what I shared before in that, like, you know, life is a series of God winks and I think it's important that we recognize them. Um, you know, I'm not one to say, oh, this is a coincidence. No, I'm thinking it's a God wink. And, right. you know, and what is a God wink? It's an unexplained miracle, right? Mm-hmm. And and that we should look for them. We should recognize right. them, embrace them, live open. them, yeah. right? And and tell the truth. Like, and sometimes the truth can be hard and sometimes right. the truth hurts. But, you mm-hmm. know, for me, I would much rather hear the truth and be hurt than to you know, have to listen to a lie that I can kind of see right through. Right. And, and have something stuck and, and not moving forward. It, like and that's do. exactly what it is. Because when right. you can confront somebody and, and share with them something that may be unpleasant, that means you care about them and you want mm-hmm. them to be able to move forward. But when you kind of right. tell them a story or you don't even tell them the truth, that, that just tells me you don't care about them because right. you're more concerned about saving face with not confronting mm-hmm. them about the issue. So I think telling the truth and again, recognizing when the Lord is um, speaking to us, when he's sharing with us, when he's, when he's given us gifts that, that he's encouraged us to use, right. we need to use them. Right. And I think it's, it's interesting because um, there's, there's an element of control in, in, um, doing things our own way and not stepping out into those unknown areas, you know, like, like joy was having issues with, I think we all have issues sometimes with it. You know, I sometimes only trust in what I can control and that doesn't leave room for God to, to work mm-hmm. and do those bigger things. And it's funny because, you know, he doesn't get any of the credit for those things that we do in our own strength, you know? Right. And, and it's not about credit, you know, I mean, if we're, if we're really, trusting in God, then, you know, we can trust in things that, that he you know, can use us to do mm-hmm. and, you know, do far, far more than we can do on our own. So mm-hmm. sometimes it's just, you know, fear that we have to let go of. Right. Right. Now, do you have any final thoughts about the movie? Yeah, I think just, you know, some of those really good one-liners that, that, I, that I heard, like, you never know what will happen if you, you know, open up space for something new. I think that thinking outside the box or breaking out of the ruts that, you know, we might be stuck in or exploring new possibilities that we hadn't thought of is a, in a really encouraging theme that I found in this story. And it's a, it was a great reminder to me anyway to be um, open to new things because I can feel kind of like, no, 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 um, Know, too much too much but being open to new things um and uh, or if we're like joy and we don't like surprises maybe it's just a you know a good reminder that this is a good time to let go of fear of the unknown and see what new possibilities mm-hmm. await us. and i think it is a lot like faith letting you know letting go of the idea of just trusting in the things we can control and 
and really just letting God write our story. Mm. I love so, that. Yeah. I love that. And, and, and I, you know, one of the scenes that I thought was um, interesting in the beginning, towards the beginning of the movie is when they were, the family was there by the new house. And I don't remember exactly how it went down, but somebody was asking Charlie, who was the son, mm-hmm. he was eight year old son mm-hmm. about, you know, wanting to move there. And he says, this isn't my home. So, you know, Charlie right. was kind of hung up on his old home, his old stuff. Right. You know, I think sometimes right. we do get kind of hung up on stuff instead of mm-hmm. the people that we're sharing our life with, which is exactly. clearly far more important. And one of the things, there was a quote in the baby's room, like on the closet mm-hmm. door, and it ended mm-hmm. with, for wealth is family and family is wealth. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's all about. It's not about yeah. the stuff that's in a home, but it's right. about the people that right. are in the home. I mean, and the traditions that you hold dearly um, right. with each other. Right. And that was really cool. But the, um, I was, I loved when Eric came to Charlie and said, you know, basically I, I didn't have a lot of the same things growing up, but one thing I did was, you know, the one tradition that I carried with me was carrying this stuff, whatever critter it was. I forgot what he said, alligator or something mm-hmm. that he carried around mm-hmm. with him. And it was his one constant. And so for Charlie, his, you know, the way he was going to bless him was to, you know, he gave him a, a bigger version of the little stuffy that they'd given, um, or that his, that Charlie was, right. had used his birthday money to buy mm-hmm. for his baby sister. Right. And so Eric was, you know, honoring Charlie's heart and saying, here, this is for you, you know, a, a bigger one. So it's a big brother to the you know, little baby. And this is what you're saying. It's, um, you know, traditions that we hold because we love one another are more important than the things. But, you know, sometimes those things can represent it, you know, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's the meaning behind it that, that's what matters. So Another thing that I thought was um, really special was when Joy was going to go back home, like she initially she she felt this connection um she felt the connection with eric but she had this boyfriend danny and so she felt Mm -hmm. uncomfortable with starting this relationship with eric even though Mm -hmm. she clearly felt something Mm -hmm. and so when they parted ways and she was going back home and he basically was telling her you have to find your own way he had given mm-hmm. her a gift and it was a mm-hmm. compass. It was like mm-hmm. a compass on a necklace. And mm-hmm. he told her in case she ever wanted to change direction. I thought that was so mm-hmm. super cool. And then at the, it was super cool. And then at the end of the movie, she, she decides that she really wants to be with Eric and she comes back and he's supposed to pick her up at the airport. And then there's an accident and he's seriously mm-hmm. injured and she ends up going to the hospital and she has this compass necklace with her and she puts it in his hands. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just like so poignant and just so, yeah. you know, um, just heartwarming. And it was. It, it. I just, again, how they wove all of these different things into this movie. It's just amazing to me how they were able to do that within two hours. And it really, it's about what 84 minutes is about how much time they're actually with, with, without commercials. So it's amazing to me that they're able to tell such a good story in that amount of time with all of these subplots and, and so forth. And uh, very well done. Very well done. And when she put that 
um, compass in his hands, she said she hoped she told him that she hoped that he would find his way back to her. Yeah. So it's like, oh wow, that was just so cool. And then it her, it like you, you kind of started the podcast and you were talking about the power of prayer. I, I really loved the prayer at the end in the hospital mm-hmm. chapel. Yeah, yeah, that was very powerful. Definitely. And then, of course, the candle lighting. We talked briefly about that. So the first mm-hmm. candle that they lit was the candle of hope, and it was. Uh, mm-hmm. They talked about how well you love others. The second mm-hmm. one was it represented peace and it was connecting Mm -hmm. with others telling the truth to others and that's where we find true peace then the candle of joy which is a new place to kind of like rest our heads so true joy um so that was they lit the candle when they went to uh, the romano's family when they finally got into their new home and um you know the whole premise there was finding a new place to rest your heads and that that would Mm -hmm. create joy Fourth was candle of love that may the love you pour out um, there through that Advent fellowship um, guide Mm -hmm. you and follow you the rest of your lives. Right. And then finally the candle of Christmas, Mm -hmm. you know, and then at the end of that, you know, it's kind of when Eric and um, joy came together. Yeah. So I have a question for you. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of the title miracle of love? Hmm. I hadn't even thought about that. Okay, put me on the spot, Camille. Miracle. Okay, of love. so let wow. me get, let me let me give you a few little okay. nudges. Here. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Joy's in the hospital waiting to see what's gonna happen to Eric and he's unconscious and we're we're not sure his he's in a really unstable condition. Mm-hmm. And his parents come in and they're, they're basically saying, oh, you know, how nice of you to stay with him. But we're his family. We've got this now. So she right. basically is kind of feeling kind of pushed out. And she leaves and his stats start to drop right. and his yep. levels start to drop. And yep. But um, I think there was actually a second time, the two times that she was in there with him. But she went into the chapel and prayed and asked God, you know, is you know is this right to you know is he for me are we you know is this mm-hmm. god winks and all of this is this meant to be and if not that's okay i just want him to be healthy and well you know and because i love him you know mm-hmm. and that's when she, i think she went back to see him and, and and say goodbye and as she walks out and the parents come in then his you know monitors start freaking out and everyone's like oh no oh no we're losing him right so my thought was you know well, Joy just admitted that she loves him, and she asked God to show her, should I be with him or not? Mm-hmm. So what do you think about the fact that um, when she's not with him, he's not doing so well? Right. And, and it, it, to me, it makes sense. And I've, I've heard these kinds of stories over and over again medically, where just the touch and just like they know you're there, even mm-hmm. if they can't physically respond to you. Like they know you're there and to talk to them and you know, there's something that's happening on the inside. And right. I, so I firmly believe in that. I just, when you initially asked yeah. me the question, I really wasn't sure where you were going with it. And so I, <laughs> I appreciate the explanation. Taking over your job now. <laughs> because well, it really was, makes was, sense because, you know, he clearly knew that she was there and right. that he needed her touch. Just right. as she was holding his hands or, you know, like right. had her head on his shoulder like 
you know, the Lord, I mean, the, the whole creation is, is just, you know, is so amazing. And, yeah. and, you know, the Lord created us to be in community with each other. Right. And, you know, it's like when you find that significant other person, there is just, there's really nothing like that relationship. And you know what I mean? So I see that that touch was, it was life saving to him. Right. It was life changing to him. And I think that was the miracle. Yes. Her her love. Well, it's cute because I, I kind of peeked on Twitter to see what some people were saying about it. And I saw some people like, Hey, Joy, don't go. He's dying, you know, in mm-hmm. that moment that she left the room and then, you know, mother yes. started freaking out. And I was like, I was kind of laughing going, well, I think that happening was her answer to prayer. You know, yes. that he was, totally. that God was saying, this is your answer. Don't, you know, don't go. I do have you two meant for each other. He, you know, he needs you right now. And so the miracle of love was, you know, that. He came back. Right. That was the confirmation (laughs) when they came and got her and they knew that, yes, it, that was the miracle of love. Absolutely. Yeah. Spoiler. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that because I hadn't really put, honestly, I hadn't put that two and two together until you brought it up. It's like, oh yeah, another layer, (laughs) the Mm -hmm. final layer, the, the kind of like culmination of the whole movie right you know right um so awesome thank you for for sharing that wow i don't know do you have any (laughs) other thoughts i i think i've covered all of mine um it's just so rich that the whole movie was just super good yeah i really liked it yeah yeah well camille i want to thank you for joining us today and i just really enjoyed our time together and yeah, I mean, it's like, it's so sad that we, you know, like back in the day, we used to communicate more frequently. And, yeah. you know, I actually did a podcast with um, Allison yesterday, Saturday, yesterday was Saturday, oh. right? Saturday morning. Yes, yesterday. So that was so fun. So I did it so with good. Allison, and then you today, and then another gal named Pam Heyer, who mm-hmm. um, she started, uh, I met her at the When God Calls the Heart um conference that we had a couple years mm-hmm. ago mm-hmm. and you know she's a long time hardy as well and mm-hmm. then um it's just been so fun to be able to nice. reconnect you know with each other hardy. and nice. um mm-hmm. you know it's not hardy's related per se i mean right. it's you know other than that but you know it's it's just like anything else it's like just you know when you reconnect with an old friend where you can just kind of like um, just kind of a start up where you left off. Right. And exactly. And that's why Hardys are different and special because it's totally. not just, Hey, we were, we were part of the same fan group, but no, we're, we're more family now. We're totally we're lifers. <laughs> Absolutely. We are. Well, thank you again. I appreciate it so much. And I want to thank everyone else for listening to the, our family TV podcast. You can find us on social media at our family TV, and you can email us at hello at our family We'd also appreciate a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Until we meet again, we hope you're sitting on the couch with your family, eating a big bowl of popcorn and watching a wonderful TV show.